This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Ezekiel, just get in that uh, proximity. Uh, We've been doing a series called Expectations and Preparations. Um, And I I don't want to kind of set your teeth on edge here a little bit, you know, where you tighten up your jaw and everything. But honestly, you know, uh, when you have to bring a changeable, a willing to change uh, um, attitude, to the house of God. The purpose of church is that God is for God to be, uh, is for us to engage with God in the process of change. Now, he's not going to change. He knew the end from the beginning. He made all of it. And it's us that are in the flux of change. Well, I don't like change. Well, sweetie, look in the mirror. Things are changing. And I've got news for you. All the creams in the world. All of the cutting, all the cutting, sucking, you know, hold the back of my neck and pull the loose stuff forward. Ain't going to change. Things are changing and they're consistent. One thing is for sure, change is the constant and the consistent in this life. So why why bring a mule attitude to the church? God knows how I am. Yeah, he does, and he plans on changing you. Well, he's not going to change you. Look in the mirror. Amen. Are you listening? You are changing. You can't stop it. Jesus said you can't change one. You can't even change the color of your hair. I know you can sit in a chair and they can do it artificially, but honestly, when 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 the truth be known, <laughs> praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Now that we're here together, expectations and preparations. So prepare to change. That's all. Amen. Now you have we, we just bring willingness to it, all right? You know, you can fight it all the way, but really, uh, you know, by, by worrying, fussing, carrying on, you don't stop the process, all right? So this is part three. It's a four-part series. The first one was get ready. The second one was bring some extra. And this one here today is want to swim. Uh, there'll be one more. Uh, and it's in the month of August. It's my my assignment is to prepare a people for uh, God's purpose, a prosperous people for God's purpose. And uh, I'm going to take my side of things seriously. God told me that uh, August was preparatory uh, to significant change coming in September. Amen. Surprise September. You don't want to be caught unawares but have an expectation uh, towards September uh, where God is concerned. And, you know, God holds the nation. The Bible says in one, one uh, translation, says 
that uh, he lords over the, it says you are lord over the nations. So that takes it out of man's hands. The Father God has assigned Jesus lord over the nations. That includes this one. That when it's all said and done, we don't move. Uh, we don't move the checkers on the board. God does. All right, Nations are too big for us to understand. So therefore, the Lord Jesus Himself, Amen. Well, anyhow, uh, we're getting ready, and the text is in Ezekiel forty-seven one through uh, seven. You didn't get your invitation, did you? That's why you're dressed like you are. I know you're wondering why I'm dressed like I am, but I know you just didn't get the invitation. See, the title of this message was Want to Swim. And some people just don't want to. Some people can't. Some people don't want to. Various different reasons. Some people got other things to do. But we're going to read down this verse of Scripture that... Uh, and this uh, is a glimpse of the glory of God. If you want to know the future, it's all recorded here. All right. It says, now he brought me back to the entrance to the temple. And entrance is, and we're about to enter into some stuff in the future. The past is behind you, the present you're in right now. But there is an entering into a future that God has set a course for. The conclusion of a thing. Amen. And the Bible says the whole earth will be filled with the glory of God. This is a little snapshot, a still shot if you will. And, and the first time I saw this, uh, uh, of the, uh, uh, a picture of the glory uh, of God. See, when I got saved, I decided I was going to be all in. If I was going to be a Christian, I'm going to be a Christian. Whatever that book said a Christian was, that was what I was willing to become. Are you listening? So when I read this progression down through here uh, of, uh, uh, of the glory of God and its measurements, here again in the scripture, you know, this expectation is measured by preparation. Obviously, in this room, there's only one of us prepared to swim. <laughs> it's a healthy. Now, I'm really prepared. Three piece, you can dismiss me like you've been doing for years. But you're going to get the picture today. So obviously, amen, only one of us here is prepared to swim. But I'm going to give you the invitation. Obviously, you didn't get yours. I'm not trying to be superior. It's just like I've been knowing this for a long time. And when the time of it comes, you know, when the, and we're in the time of the glory of God right now. So, are you listening? Isaiah 60th chapter. He said, get up. Today's the day. We're going swimming today. Amen. Well, it's been a long time coming. But anyway, let me read this to you. Uh, it, it says, he took me back to the entrance to the temple. I saw water pouring out from under the temple porch to the east. 
the temple faced east, and the water poured from the south side of the temple, south of the altar. Then he took me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the great, the gate complex on the east. And the water was gushing from under the south front of the temple. And he walked. Now, the understood subject of he hears this is the Lord Jesus Christ. Ezekiel saw a vision, and there was a man with a measuring stick in his hand. How many of you know that man was Jesus? The pre-incarnate Christ, all right? It's a picture uh, of him. He walked to the east with a measuring tape and measured off 1,500 feet, leading me through the water that was ankle deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through the water that was knee deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through the water waist deep. And he measured off another 1,500 feet. By now it was a river over my head, water to swim in, water no one could possibly walk through. He said, Son of man, have you had a good look. Father, we thank you for giving us a good look and a good glimpse into the what your ways, your glorious ways, your immeasurable ways, and help us, give us a measure of understanding and revelation today that we could follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, here again, the scriptures... Uh, we see this measurement. You know, expectation is measured by preparation. None of you expected to go swimming. So you're not prepared to go swimming. But when I read this the very first time, I went all the way down to the end. What's the maximum measure available? You go swimming. Well, I'm in. I showed up ready to swim. Long time ago. For I understood or knew any of it. And it frustrated me that I was just ankle deep. I've never been a very patient man. Are you listening? Uh, but God has worked patience into me. Uh, and he'll work patience. There are some things that all things have to be made ready uh, beforehand. These measurements, minimum, medium, and maximum, are measures. And here again, we glimpse a picture of the glory of God. Now, there's measures, and they're ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, and over our head. Minimum, there's two in the middle. It's a medium. The medium, how many of you know the middle is the most difficult part? It always lasts longer and it always seems stronger. You grab a hold of God's promise, you know, and you start walking out in it. But the middle is where things get messed up sometimes. You get tired. You get uh, impatient. You get frustrated. So the middle is always twice as long. Don't shout me down because it's all good news. Amen. Uh, that middle and the medium seems to be the double portion, knee deep and waist deep, and over my head would be the maximum measures. And he asks here, "Have a good? Have you? Ha, you ha, do you do you have a good look of this? Have a good look at what's available and the measures that have been placed before you." Now, when I first saw this, I wanted the more measure. When I got saved, I wanted, if it was God, you know, uh, I, I wanted more of God. Just, I want, I don't want to walk in a little bit of this. I saw people that were giving God the minimum to work with. I didn't like that lifestyle. 
I saw the, the mediums, you know, half in and half out. I didn't want to live like that. Are you listening? Uh, and I saw people as an example out in front of me, you know, that had more of God than I do, that I've considered, you know, uh, uh, they were going for the maximum uh, measures, and that's what I wanted to do. So when I, when I saw this, uh, I, I, in my heart, acknowledged when God first gave me just a glimpse of, of uh, his glory. Now, what his glory is, it's him. It's, it's his presence uh, saturated, weighted, uh, the weightiness of himself, uh, heavy with goodness. His goodness. He is good. He interchanges when Moses said, show me your glory. God said, I'll cause all my goodness to pass before you. So God equates his glory and goodness or his, and his wanting to be good to us. Are you listening? I mean, he's, he's got more good than, there's a lot more good that God would do for you than you're letting him. That's the truth, or believing him for. Now, uh, I also realized this. I was, pre and I made up my mind right then. You know, uh, I'm gonna get. You know, I mean, your natural mind is. You know, well, go get your trunks, man. Start getting ready. Show up, and show God you're not a minimum measure person. Isn't that right? You know, I know there's some people. Oh, uh, let me. Pick one of these young boys. Who's got britches on? One of you over there got britches on? Full length. Who's got britches on? Come here. Come on. There you go. There you go. Go ahead and sit up on here. There you are. Just slip the shoes off. They don't stink, do they? They might. It's all right. All right. You get the same color socks on? That's all right. Go ahead. And take them socks off and roll those britches up to about here. It's okay. Look at mine. Mine need to be trimmed too. You're all right. There you go. Just roll your... Town don't judge you. They'll be judged if they judge you. There you go. Right there. That's good. Roll the other one up. Now the first measurement... Now listen. The first measurement is ankle deep. Ankle deep. It, it, this Christian life, and now listen, let me read it to you, all right? It says this. The minimum measure is ankle deep. It says uh, in the scriptures here, he measured off 1,500 feet leading me through the water that was ankle deep. Now listen, he measured the distance. You don't, you don't, you don't get to tell God how far you're going to go with him. He says, I'm going to tell you how far I'm going to take you. Even in the minimum measurement, we got to get the, 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 we got to get the leadership straight. It says, he was leading me. Well, if you've got God in your hip pocket or in a box somewhere, he's not leading you. He's doing the measuring and he's, are you listening? Of the distance, he's setting the requirement and he's doing the leading. And the number 1500, it's interesting, this is, is, is exacting in, its, in numerology. 15 is the number of deliverance, it's the number of grace, and it's the number of freedom. 
And 100 uh, is the measure of fullness. So you're going to, you and I have to, God requires that we fully embrace his grace, that we fully allow him to deliver us, that we fully walk in the word which brings us freedom in the measure that he places in front of us. You're not going to bring a half measure to it. Are you listening? And go to the next level. Or you're just always going to stay this deep. Now this is good. It does affect your walk in some way. Are you listening? But how many of you know there's more? There's more than just that. Amen? Thank you very much, son. You can put your shoes back on, take it with you. Now, who's a brave soul here? Let's use Jimmy. Amen. Jimmy's a, Jimmy will be the, Jimmy will be the knee deep. Amen. Don't roll him up too high, brother. <laughs> Jimmy's knee deep to waist deep. All right, those are the medium mess. And again, now listen. I, I realize that, 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 that you need to be prepared to go all the way, but also that this is a process that we are required to make progress in. The, the leadership, the Lord measuring out. Are you listening? Now, let me, let me let you in on another secret about the Lord's measures. When you stand in front of God, you don't get to bring your sliding... Rule. You sit in front of God. You stand in front of God and your life was to be as he purposed it and planned it and then it's what it actually was. And what it actually was, how you lived it, will be compared with how he designed it and purposed it and planned it to be. Are you listening? And guess whose measurement's going to stand? His and guess whose measurement's going to come under his, yours and mine. Amen. Now, the middle is the uh, uh, the middle is the hardest part. It seems like uh, this is where you know uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pull back towards the shore. Hmm. Isn't that right? You know, we, we've gone up to Roger and Joe's uh, pool sometime, and uh, uh, well, more than sometime, a lot of time, uh, especially when the grandkids were here. But after a good rain, it would cool the water down. And the best way to get in there is not an ankle at a time, or even go to your knees and. You're thinking that you're overthinking this thing. You know what I'm saying? And you get up to your waist. You see people that waist. The best way, jump on in. Get all in. Just, just get in and enjoy. Are you listening? <laughs> but the middle is the hard. Living in the middle is the hardest place to live. You know, you, you, you got... You, you got your head in the world and you got your heart in the kingdom and you're always in a conflict, being pushed and pulled and pushed and pulled. You come to church as much as you can. And by the way, getting uh, uh, back to uh, 
back to the ankle deep. You know, that minimum measures is, is, is a Christian ought to, ought to realize that the word of God is your source of life. And that you practice reading your Bible on a daily basis. Minimum measures, you should read your Bible daily, personally for yourself. Minimum measures. You ought to put your face in his face. And let him speak his words to you out of what he's already spoken every day. Minimum measures is that you, you're, you listen, that you, we begin to be discipled in our everyday walk around, work a day, uh, life that we're, uh, that we're reading our Bible, we're learning to pray, we're coming to church on a regular, consistent basis. These are minimum measures of becoming a disciple, getting our feet wet to be a disciple. Amen. Are you listening? Now, in the middle, though, that's the hardest place to live. It really is. You know, it, 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 it denotes... Uh, um, It denotes, uh, uh, it's usually twice as far and twice as long. And that's what this is, 1,500 times 2, 3,000 uh, yards measured out. What happens to us when God requires us to believe Him and to trust Him and to stay at it, wow. to stay with His leadership and to stay with what He's promised us, trusting Him and obeying Him. Are you listening? When it takes, when it's twice as far as what we originally expected or were prepared to go and it's twice as long. See, this is where real growth and maturity and development takes place is in the middle. Where you decide whether you're going to, you know, go, go up and forward or go back, go down and back. And this is where a lot of, a, a lot of folks, you know, they're just, they're just mi middle, mediocre, mush people. Little pressure, they cave. They're the lukewarm crowd. They're not ankle. They're not over their head. They're just kind of back and forth between their knees and their waist. Do I want to? Nah, do I don't want to? Do I want to go on with God? Or do, you know, hmm? don't, 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 don't shut me down because I'm being honest here. I've been ankle deep. I've been I've walked through the middle. I'm not there no more. I, now, now listen. See, you know, the temptation sometimes for a pastor is to, you know, is you just be like everybody else. You know, Jesus never followed the crowd. The crowd followed him. Until it got too hard to say in, and then they all cut out. Don't ever be fooled by the crowd. It's when, it's, when, it's when the crunch and the crises come and the crowd cuts out, what's left is the real deal. Whoever's left is the real deal. I never worry about people coming and going in the church. I always believe God's got a better one. If I'm going to be a better one, then God will have a better one. Cause pe are you listening? Because people will find their own level. Amen. I'm not criticizing or being mean. I'm just like, you know, you got to decide. Are you hearing? Obviously, there's only one of us here that 
that was prepared to swim. But I'm giving you the invitation today. You're getting an invitation. Giving you a look. Have a good look. Because this is going to happen whether you know it or not. You might just stand on the, on the, uh, be standing on the bank, you know, and, and, and wonder about it. You might be out in the ankle deep, you know, uh, and, or even the knee or out here in the middle. But see, see, the next measure of this is, going, is being willing to go further. Being willing to go even deeper. Being willing, and remember this is a process, this final, uh, this, this final leg with God, is that you're walking, you're walking, and the water's rising, it's rising, it's rising, it's rising. There comes a point in time where you have to decide, go with it. The problem with going with it you're deeper than you've ever been. You're way out here with God. Some people just don't want to get way out with God. They're more comfortable here with God. They're even comfortable here with God because they can still walk off anytime they want. But when you get way out with God and you make that commitment, are you listening, to get in it, what is that? The glory of God. What God is doing is strong. The current there is strong. But it comes a point in time. And here's the thing. You know, walking requires a certain... And you had to learn this skill. You learned it as a baby. You kept uh, 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 working at that till you're where you're at today. But swimming's an entirely different skill set. He said this... He said, he said the picture of this, you get out there... Uh, thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate you. You get out there uh, so far with God, and that's the thing, isn't it? The invitation is, you know, Jesus has always been. I, I see the crossing of the Jordan when he had the uh, the priests were carrying the presence of God. I just see the Lord going. Follow me. Just come out here with me. But see, the exchange is, the exchange is, do I want to give up control and let him have control? Or do I want to stay in control? Because this I know, and that I have no idea about. This is natural to me. Walking is natural. Even if I'm in the glory of God. Even if I'm in a river. Even if I'm in another environment altogether. I'm, I'm, I've learned to walk. It's a natural capability and capacity that I have. But now. Now see the swimming. Uh, the oh, uh, A river that it says no one could. It's impossible. No one could possibly walk across this. Natural capability and natural capacities will not work in the supernatural flowings that are about to happen on this planet. For the supernatural that's about, listen, to rise and to 
and to, and to cover the whole earth before it's all said and done. I know nobody believed Noah either till it started raining. And, it, and they didn't believe him. You know, oh, it's just, you know, that's never happened before. But it kept raining. And it kept raining. And it kept raining. And it kept raining until it flooded the whole earth. I'll bet there were some believers then. But it was too late. They weren't prepared. The Bible says by faith Noah prepared. Are you listening? They weren't prepared for what's coming. One thing about God, God knows what's coming, so he works to prepare us. Amen. Let me just give you a natural example. I'm 57. The average lifespan in America is what, 75, 76? Usually between 65 and 75 uh, or 80, whatever, things start to break down. Naturally. I said naturally. Are you listening? Well, the Bible promises 120 years. The Bible gives us example even under the old covenant that men walked to their own funeral. Moses walked up the hill to his own funeral. So did Aaron. Well, you know, do, do, do I wait and be unprepared that I get to the breakdown part and I have no supernatural, are you listening, no capacity for the supernatural. Now I need a miracle, but I have no foundation for a miracle. I have no faith for a miracle. I'm hoping for a miracle. Well, if God was a good God, he would just go ahead and do a miracle for me. You know, I mean, after all. Well, I'm not being mean here. Are you listening? But if you've wasted 60 or 70 years, are you listening? Why would, what's the point in giving you any more? If you didn't do what you need to do with the, and serve God. See, because time on this planet is for God. It's to serve God and to serve people. Amen. And it, are you hearing? I mean, just honestly. I'm not being mean. I know you think I'm being mean, but I'm not. I'm not. That's the reality of the thing. Are you listening? As most time I've seen God heal people, they just go right back to eating shady chips, drinking orange soda pop, and doing their own thing. Amen. And God's good, you know. I mean, he's good where that's concerned. But he's still even gooder to those that will live for him, that will work for him, that will do what he wants them to do that are about his business. Amen. Are you listening? I know you might not think that way, but maybe you should. Huh? Because the devil will challenge you. Why should God heal you? Because he needs me. We're together. We're partners. Amen. I was talking with... Uh, Miss Ruby yesterday I said you know I challenge the retired people in this church they, God's let them live long enough and now they got a paycheck coming in of some kind I tell them you got freedom of your time come pray yeah. Yeah. and not just that is that you don't have to pray about yourself anymore you've done lived your life so much you know what I'm saying I mean what else is there <laughs> pretty much you've got everything you want had everything now come pray do something for God yeah. praise the Lord amen well, that'll help guarantee you God's, God, uh, God loves 
people that will pray and work with him. He needs some help. How many of you know that? Amen. All right, you're getting nervous because we're just about done. The middle is where we grow up and graduate, where hearing translates into practical doings. But the last mile is the people that will go a little deeper, the extra mile will go further still in following his leader into the, his leadership in the greater measures of glory into the fullness of his glory. You know, in, uh, in this, you realize that you can't walk in this like you walked in that. Willing to learn this new way, you have to leave the old way. Listen, we enter into a knowing that we're have to that there'll have to be a going with the flowing. This requires to walk in the to to be involved in the greater glory of God uh, and the supernatural. And I'm telling you, it's coming. I said it's coming, and you'll be part of it or get left behind, left out of it. All right. Uh, that may not mean much to you, but my goodness sakes, who, who, who has put up with all this to get to the end and miss, and miss the ball? Miss the, miss the grand finale of things. Amen. Uh, do you believe that we're in the final days? Well, we're closer than we've ever been. I'll tell you that right now. Amen. The only thing left to happen is a harvest. That's all. Uh, Willing to be in over your head, it signifies the supernatural of God, and it requires that new skill set. Uh, it's a have to. To be out, uh, there is a measure where you have to swim. You can't walk in it. You have to swim. You have to. Amen. <clears throat> is it unreasonable for God to, to require something of us? I don't think so. Let me ask you, are you ready? Are you prepared for the rising tide of the greater uh, glory? Let me ask you, do you, uh, today you get your invitation. You've seen what's available to you. Do you want to swim? Is God, uh, God won't make you. He only wants people that want to. You know, he is measuring and he is leading right now and, he, and there is an expectation that's coming from God. There's a preparation during the month of August uh, to get ready for his new measures. Now, um, <laughs> let me say this and then we'll close with this. Uh, I have not been able to treat this year like an ordinary year because it's not. It's a year among years. I took that by faith back in January. The Lord told me that. I said, Lord, all right. And something on the, someone on the inside of me, anytime I wanted to lay back in the, in the less measures, I, I just, it just, it's just like God scratching on the inside of me. Not this year. No, not this year. Okay? It's not a normal year. You don't treat it like a normal year. Took it by faith. Since then, I've learned a whole lot more. Uh, it was just this, this prompting to pursue God. 
to pursue him not casually, but in a greater measure than ever before. Just, just, you know, just went with that. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just, uh, and, uh, uh, and here we are now. Listen, I mean, we're, we're the, the new thing, the eighth month. This is the, the eighth month. We got one more Sunday in this. Still just, there's still some time to change your mind and catch, uh, to change your clothes and come to the party. There's still some, some, some time to go get your stuff on. Are you listening? And show God you have a different level of expectation. Well, Lord, if that's what you're, if that's what this thing is all about, is if you you're looking for those that'll go with you, and the only way you can get there is uh, the the sign that you're prepared to go with God is you got to change some things. Amen. And come. And show him you're prepared to go with him. Hmm? Because preparation shows what you're expecting. And there's some new thing. There's, there's a new thing that has started. God is going to change some. It, this is a year where everything changes. There's a reset on everything. Everything, life, the way that we've known it in the church, life that we way we've known it in the nation, life that way we've known it in the world. I'm telling you, the kingdom of God uh, is come, and His will is going to be done. There's going to be a rising tide of that. It's going to rain and rain and rain, in answer to prayer and prayer and prayer, and you're going to see more and more and more. Of God, are you listening? All up in the middle of so God's going to flow into places. Are you listening? Louisiana just got a thousand year rain. There are some things that only happen every thousand years, and we just just a natural thing. And you know, one of the the astounding things people have said, I've never seen this in my lifetime, but people a thousand years ago did. Are you listening? Just because it hasn't happened in your lifetime doesn't mean that the stage isn't set and that it won't happen when God says it's going to happen. And you mark my words, this glory is rising. It's begun. And it's not going to stop. Are you listening? Because if you read the rest of the story, this river flows all the way to the Dead Sea. This is a fishing expedition that we're in. But you don't get on the boat even. Are you listening? You, you, you got to swim there. You got to go there with God. How many of you want God to use your life? How many of you, when you get in front of God, you want to have some people to show? How many of you are willing to let God make you a fisher of men? I'm serious now. That from now on, you know, your life should have purpose. And it should equate that when you stand in front of God that you've got some people to show for. Unless it's not going to be, it's not going to be the more. That won't work anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's pray a simple prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. Amen. If there's anybody here that you've never asked Jesus to be Lord of your life, let me invite you to do that right now. It's a simple prayer. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Be Lord and be master. 
I thank you for saving me. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for making me brand new. Amen. Now, if you've been ankle deep, there's more. If you've been waist deep and stuck in the middle, I'm telling you, there's more. Some of you are in the middle of it uh, right now. Honey, keep coming forward with God. Keep, keep learning to hear, practice and learning to hear His voice. Don't dismiss a message like this. Are you listening? And believe what, where you've been and where you're at right now, that that's all that there is. I'm telling you, there's more. You don't want to miss it. You'll be very happy with the more that God has for you. You've trusted Him this far. Why not trust Him all the way? Maybe there's some folks here today that God's been dealing with you about going all the way with Him, about taking that next step. Remember, between every, every 1,500 steps, even if you did a yard at a time, there's still, it's 1,500 of them in a row. Two steps forward and three steps back ain't gonna cut it no more. It's time to come up a little in your expectation. It's time to come up a little in your preparation. Let me challenge you. There's nothing more of, you know, uh, it just doesn't fit right. When you look at people, your children or other people, you know, where you just know they're capable of more if they just want to. Just pay attention a little bit. But they're just, you know, la la lazy. How do you call that? I know the first term of it's lazy, but lazy. Laxadaism. Apathetic. What do it matter? You just want to shake them and say, wake up. You're going to miss out. You're missing out right now. But you're going to really miss out. I wonder if there's somebody like that here today. I'm going to play a quick prayer for you. Lord, don't, don't let these prophetic words fall to the ground. Sir, don't allow them to be dismissed so easily. Even if you have to offend them, God, at least it sticks to the wall. Even if they, if they can't be glad, Lord, I don't mind, let them be mad. But challenge us to change, Father. Challenge your church. Because you know exactly what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. And you're trying to get us ready to go with you. And to work with you. I thank you for it in the name of Jesus. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your time today. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.